This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You know, well, we've got to start this thing. Dream it, believe it, become it. Come on down, come on down, come on down. <laughs> and Spence, you know, listen, we have to. We well, listen, you know, um, our brother, Mr. Trevor Hewer Curry, passed this morning. And the first thing we done, or you done, was phone me and tell me about it. Um, and I was like, Spence, Gary, let's just do a little 30 minute tribute to the you know, uh, to to the Curry, to Trevor Curry and the Curry family um, as a show of respect because boxers, um, as John Murray, and I reiterate what John Murray said to us the other day is that the day... Wait, wait, wait. Don't, just in case someone's tuning on there and they're saying John Murray, they don't know who he is. John okay. Murray is a former British, European and world title challenger as a lightweight who... Uh, so we just got to reiterate that to the people who yes. so know yes. just exactly who we're who we're talking about. Talking about yes. I mean, it was, we, it was, uh, when did he retire? Two thousand eleven. Yes, sir. Um, he, he retired from the sport. So uh, continue. People yeah, people. you know, I was saying John Murray said the, the John Murray said the day he stopped fighting was the day the phone stopped ringing. Okay. So, <laughs> so you know. As I said, I feel it was incumbent on our team, the Stamina of Soul team, to really just, even if it's for a few moments, um, really just, you know, go through Mr. Curry's career and just so he's not forgotten about or not even mentioned by the, by others and in the boxing fraternity. Because I know it's all right for people to, you know, in their houses say, yeah, you know, don't Donald Curry was a good fighter, but you know, listen. Sometimes people need a bit more than that. They need Hero, people... Hero Curry, Hero Curry, Hero Curry. Sorry, sometimes uh, people need people. People sometimes people need people in, um, in the public eye to be able to remember these greats because that's what they are. They're greats, you know, when they pass, and sometimes that's all it, it takes. And 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 yeah, I, I'm I'm ready to listen to you because I know you know you you are the knowledge. And uh, you would know more on this, but I mean, I've I've done my little research today, and I, and I've seen some. Well, you can read off your parts of your your, your research now, Tom, because I know you're a little fact finder, man. And I'll yes. just I'll just I'll just take it in from there. All right. Before I say I've got that, can I read about him as well? So it's all good. Yes. Before I say that, uh, Ree Swell said the Curry family are tuned in. Thank you. You see and what I'm saying? You see what I'm trying to say? Hmm. That, that's powers, man. That's powers, and I, and 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 thank you very much. I hope that you know, um, it really, you know, myself and, and and Spencer and Gary, really just give you a bit of, you know, I don't know, I don't know the word I'm looking for. I mean, I I don't, I'm not usually lost for words, but you know, when 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 people pass, when our loved ones passed, 
you know, in the time of mourning, you, you really want to celebrate. I've always looked at it as like, you know, celebrate their life and uh, anything we can do to um, ease the pain, which undoubtedly and inevitably you'll be feeling right now. Um, I hope we can do that. So on to the facts. And I, I was saying, I was looking at um, Trevor's record and I mean, he fought at a time when you had to be able to fight because <laughs> there weren't no YouTube or internet or it ain't nothing like that. So Bro, when you got <laughs> the phone call, Rob, big up boxing beats and rhymes. Yes. You know I mean, because the real one is always been behind man, so I have to big him up. You know what I mean? Yes. When Uray Curry knocked out Glenn McCurry. Yeah, he's he touching said, my thing. He ate <laughs> about six eggs for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was I was saying that, you know, you know, Trevor was fighting in a time where you really had to be a fighter. And you know, you look at his record and you see um um 17 wins, uh 11 losses and one draw, and you think, oh, that's not a good record. But the difference no, between no, really. <laughs> the no, difference between that. the difference between then and now is that you ain't getting a looking, you know, and 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 again, just like what the great Johnny Nelson said the other day. You know, when you know your destiny, you just keep working and, 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 and fighters, especially black fighters in particular, which I know you're going to go into uh, back in those days. Uh, it was a tough, tough sport for them. And I think we've seen where, you know, in, in, in Trevor's particular record where he's had early losses and early losses and then um, fighting uh, uh, Funzo Banjo. You understand? And then l losing that by a half a point. And then two, three, what's that? Four fights later. No, I think two, hold on, one, two. Yeah, two, three fights later, he's fighting uh, um, Fonzo Banjo again and winning the vacant. At the time at the time of then, right? That was from Southern Era title, right? Yes. When he fought, when he fought Fonzo Banjo the first time, right? Yes. No, for the British title, right? Yes, yes. But back then, what they would do certain times, like they would throw in the Southern Era title as well. They mm. did that also when, um, oh, I can't even call it Dennis Andres, light heavyweight, yes. who was a WBC world champion at the time. Yes. Right? And when he was the WBC champ, um, what they did, they, when Tony Simpson challenged him and it was promoted by Frank Warren, in 86, what they did, they they also threw in the Southern Era title for boot because people don't realise how prestigious the Southern Era title was. It was a prestigious title and yes. they threw in with what we just, the British Border Control would just throw that in as well. So them them days, sorry, they threw the British, but sometimes they throw the Southern Era title in there as well. So when yeah. you're you fighting for a British title, they'll throw in the Southern Era title as well. And mm. and so you have to know the magnitude of them. And also when you're talking about Funjo Banjo, Funjo Banjo was yes. Chris Eubank Sr. before Chris Eubank Sr. Come on. Because Funjo Banjo was very articulate, very um, speaky-spoky. Um, that, that, that's not the band, same banjos that I go, used to go Lynn. No, 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 no. no okay, it's, okay. it's not okay. them. But they could be related. You know what I mean? Mm. But um, Funjo, Funjo Banjo was also, he's also the father of, well, the two sons from who? What's it? What's that dance group team? 
diversity. That's okay. That's the dead. That's the dead. That's the dead. Wow. You know I mean, that's wow. Banjo, the that's Banjo Banjo Sons. So, the knowledge. Yeah. So, um, Fonjo Banjo was a very tall, gangly fighter. I remember at the time when, at the time when Hugh Ray Curry fought him, as far as I'm concerned, Hugh Ray Curry recorded his best win um, because he fought um, Alfredo uh, Evangelistas. Evangelistas fought Larry Holmes and he fought Muhammad Ali. Mm. Right? He worked out mm. Mm. So, Huey Curry went into that fight not expecting to win that fight. Okay, okay. He went home as a body. And Huey Curry, like Yardman, started saying, nah, man, rip up the script. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And went in there and he did his thing. Yes. So, I... go on, Tim. No, no, carry on. I'm, yes, I'm so loving it. Right. Wait there, knowledge. I love listening to you. Because I'm, 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 I'm from one brother to another... Hey, there's no ego. I'm learning just like everyone online is learning. So talk the thing, my man. Right. So the Evangelistas fight was in 1984. Evangelistas at the time, he had bear fights. It was something like 50 wins. What's his record? Pull it up. 50 wins. It's something like 50 wins. Who, who, who's that? Evangelistas. Just before the Fonjo Banjo fight, Evangelistas was something like it was like 50 wins, eight or seven losses. It wasn't on mm. market. Because I yes, remember yes, this fight. yes, yes, yes. Evangelistas. Right. Because I remember this I remember that fight, you know. Because mm. he was he he was putting that fight as um as as the gimme. Yes. Right? That was an incredible win. Right? So mm. when he turned pro, he turned pro with Mike Barrett under you remember he had like the free, it was it was Barrett, um, Duff and Lawless. Yes, yeah? yes, the Rat Pack, the Rat Pack, mm. right? And and them man were they were right? Ah, uh, but you see, even boxing beats nose. Evangelista fought Larry Holmes. That's right. You know what mm. I mean? Um, mm. Them those times there, you had to fight. He was yes. born a gimme in that fight. And, and, and so he fights he fights that fight he comes out successful so he's on a high yes. but, but within that time he earned about from the time he turned pro so in three years he earned about 3,000 pounds wow what wow. that one he turned pro in 81 yeah and he loses second pro fight from a guy that he already beat right he goes on, he gets, he's on a winning run now. He ends up fighting Evangelistas. He beats Evangelistas, which is a big upset. Yes. Right? And from then, everyone was talking about him. But within that duration of time, and we're going back 1981, you know. And you're saying in that time, you only earned £3,000? So a grand a year he made from professional boxing. You see? And these young boys nowadays, you give them three grand for four round fight, they're saying that's... That's too less. That's All too. Right. It's too little. All right. All you right. know. So so so. Moving on. After that first banjo loss by a half a point, which was for the vacant southern area and an eliminator for the British title. Mm -hmm. You know, he wins his next two fights. Free uh, wins his next two fights. Then rematches banjo, and becomes 
the British heavyweight champion and the Southern heavyweight champion just right. to go. And at that time, sorry, what's boxing beats rhyme say? What do you say? Let's, Let's not forget he was an underdog against Glenn McCorry. Yes, he went into the country. Right. Now, we're going to touch on that. Yeah, we're going to touch on that. We're going to touch on that. But I'm just going to continue the story, but I'm going to touch on this, yeah? Now, well, so, um, what's that? Shireen Curry says, thank you, Tundi, for this tribute. Right? And, love, and, Shireen. And Shireen, it's all love. You know what I mean? Uh, was it your cousin Mary for me this morning to tell me that he was in hospital? Mm. Right? And then somebody put it on Facebook that he actually passed away. And it was early. It was about 8.30 I got the news. So then straight mm. away I just said, boy, I can't believe this. So anyway, so he goes away from that. He fights Fonzo Banjo. And I remember Tim's news. Now, I know boxing beats around is around about that same age. So he'll remember. Because remember, Tim's news. Remember Tim's news on the ITV? Oh, come on. Really, come on. We're Tim's old. news with Andrew Gardner. Remember that? Yeah, 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 Gardner. The ballad, man. He must be mm. dead now. But I'm saying, like... Come on. He must be dead, right? <laughs> and they had... They, they, they went to Hugh Roy Curry. And then Hugh Roy Curry says, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he went. He was in the camera. I remember this. I was, damn time for all about nine. But I remember Hugh yeah. Roy went. This is my judge, and this is my jury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Love. come on, his show. Yeah, what the fun Joe Banjo fight? Because yeah. at them times, then Frank Bruno was the, the darling of 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 British boxing. Yeah, yes. And it was always like, yeah. Yeah, I want to get in the ring with Bruno. All of them were saying they want to get into to Bruno. And like I said, Fonjo Banjo was a very, very well-spoken man. They said, yes, obviously I would like to fight um, um, Frank, but obviously I've got to get past um, Hero, which I undoubtedly, I believe I will do that. And I said, yeah, Hero Curry weren't thinking, weren't reading off of that script. Yeah, Hero Curry, punch him up, bro. That him was, up. Now, that was a 10-round, that was a 10-round tear-up, you know? Yes, yes, yes. That was a, that, 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 no, sorry, he's a 12-rounder. Okay, that was a 12-rounder. No, 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 yeah, the um, yeah, yeah, the, the, the rematch was a 12 rounder, 12 rounder, yes. And like he beats him, then he goes on, and there was a man called Proud Killer Man Gyro. To anybody who grew up in the 80s on BBC, this big tough back Africa man, Proud Killer Man Gyro, yeah, mm. this man would come over regular fight every cropped heavyweight. Him and Horace, it seemed like they'd fight every week, them two. Them I would, bro, them I would fight. Now, and you know what? Let me, let me, bro, because I'm, you're getting me excited now. You're getting me excited because, again, you are the knowledge, undoubtedly the knowledge. And this is what I say, Gary, can we just watch, have a little clip of the great Trevor Huray Curry in a little sparring match with someone that you may remember, Spence? Still to this day, Mr. Eric Guy, the video man. I don't know that little slim white guy with, with hair. <laughs> Eric on. Guy is he's now old with a big pot belly and board. Trust me. You know why? Because he teed out everyone's money when we used to buy the tapes, the boxing tapes with him. Bro, this <laughs> Eric Guy must be one rich man because he would go to every single boxing match and yes. film every and single film. And, and everyone used to drive up to his yard. Where was that? Near Era for one of them places. Yeah, exactly. buy your yeah. tape. For ten pound, yeah, for ten pound, and all you were seeing Eric's front room is tapes after tapes after. Yeah, yeah. Right, see no, the right, hand. Kind of right hand, see the right hand, all the kind yeah. of right hand. Some of you boys thinking that it just started with Floyd. Man was doing this thing from a long time. Exactly, 
And what people don't realize is like where this where this where this gym was where they were sparring, yeah. Yes. It was in Carnaby Street. It was it was the Lonsdale Carnaby Street yes. gymnasium, and everybody yes. would go to Carnaby Street, the Lonsdale shop, to buy their equipment. There was, that was the only read. There was there was two shops that used, there was there was that Lonsdale, and there was also the Lonsdale in Brixton. Mm. used to used to used to work and then also Frank Johnson's behind Bon Marsh remember Frank Johnson's um, listen, you know, if you were from South and you never know about Frank Johnson you ain't no one and you never ball trainers them times <laughs> yeah come on right but you see the skills you see the head movement come on and, man and this is how it used to be back in the day and also what people seem to forget is like Trevor, when he when he's playing it, Eric Guy never turned pro. Eric Guy was he was a very good amateur in the army, and he, yes. Eric Guy wanted to turn pro because he was spying with all of these guys, right? He was spying with all these all these guys. So this this sparring here, I would say, was about mm, eighty seven, maybe. Come on, yeah, I mean, just by looking at it, around about nineteen eighty seven. And the next thing, what people don't realize is this: is like. Trevor Curry and um, Trevor Curry and Lloyd Hannigan yes. were best friends, you know, as you yeah. growing up. Yes, I wish we had that little piece with the Hannigan when, when, when oh, he come out with a belt. Yes, I'll yes. Gary, maybe Gary can put it up there. I'll send it to Gary now. Yeah, I, I remember mean, that. In fact, our producer Gary, I actually sent you that when with Lloyd Hannigan. Um, but in the beginning stage, you'll see um, Trevor's Uwe Curry holding all of Lloyd Hannigan's three belts when Lloyd Hannigan famously went and beat another Curry but spoke with a Y in Atlantic City in September of 1986. But mm. these two guys grew up. I remember the first time <coughs> the first time I met Hugh Roy Curry first time I met him was just after Lloyd Hannigan beat Donald Curry and they were walking around they were walking down the Woolworth Road East Street Market. Everyone used to go to East Street Market. Come and on. We used to go there, teeth, bear sweets down there. Bear sweets. Remember, you used to go, you remember, you remember the shops? And you just take the, 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 the sag and everyone had them in, in everyone's parents had the, 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 the bowler sweets. Wow, yeah. man. Come Those on. are the days. Right? Those are the and days. I was going down Wolf Road Market. Yes. And, and, and Trevor and, and Lloyd, they both, they like, they both just the same. They had, remember the days where everyone used to wear them, them, them Tour de France hats, the turn up hats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hat, and they had on, they had on, um, both had on jean jackets and, and, and a jean suit. Look wicked. Mm. So that was, that was 1986. That's the first time I met them guys. And like, yes. I was like, I was just gassed to see them. I'm a little kid. I'm like, Line Elegant, Line Elegant. Yes. And then man, like, and Trevor's like, yes, yummy, you know, it's a real yard, man. Like, yes, big up the self, you big up the self. I was like, yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. So after Trevor wins the after Trevor wins the British title, he fights Proud Kilimanjaro, they have a war. Yes. Remember that fight on BBC? Yep, 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 right? yep, yep. And Kilimanjaro was 20 and old at the time. 20 and old, brother. Mm-hmm. Right? 20 and old. And then that earned him the shot at Horace Notice. And I would yes. say to anybody, go and watch that fight. That is a wicked fight, you know. Mm. No, no, mm. Horace no. Notice against Trevor Curry for the vacant Commonwealth and the British title. Yeah, 
because Trevor was defending his British title and they were fighting for the vacant Commonwealth title. And I'm telling anyone, please just go and watch that fight. Even though Trevor Curry come off second best in that mm. fight, because I remember he dropped Horace Notice. Now, Horace Notice was, he was muted to be something big because Horace Notice should have fought Francisco Demiani for the European title after this. But that unfortunately, is. yeah, but unfortunately, um, uh, I think he had some eye injury or something. Yes, yes, he, and he had to retire. Yeah, and he had to retire from boxing. Yes, and like, yes. But a lot of people don't know. because You remember the, the Tavernier family in EastEnders? Yeah, of course. Of yeah, course. The mum, the, the woman who played the mum was actually Horace Notts' wife. Mm. And like, Horace, Horace and Trevor, that fight there was a classic. And, and you know, after, you know, you know uh, suffering that defeat by um, Norris, in his next fight, to show you the grip of the fighters back in those days, you know, uh, I think it was six months later, he fought Glenn McCrory. Right. Now, listen to this one here, right? Come on, talk Boxing beats around. Put it up. What you just said. Put it up. Boxing beats around. No, no, not about Elliot, but about the Glenn McCory. He said something about Glenn McCory. Hmm. Let's not forget he was the underdog against McCory. McCory went on to become the cruiserweight champion of the world. Is that the no. comment you was talking about? Yep. That comment there, right? Yeah, I, <coughs> come on, Spence, break it down. Nah, Glenn McCory, there was a lot of hype about Glenn McCory because remember, it was from up north. Yes. Right, there's a lot of hype about him. And Glenn McCory wasn't actually a heavyweight. He ate himself up to be a heavyweight, right? Yes. He ate himself up. But they fought because of the fight, because they wanted to break this, 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 this boy from up north, this white guy from up north, he, like, then times Britain was still craving, well, the world was craving for a great white hope. Yes. So they thought Glenn McCurry was going to be the great white hope. And he was a, a great hope because he became world cruiserweight champion, I mean, world cruiserweight champion. But yep. it was not to be a heavyweight because the brock up that Curry <laughs> gave him, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before, before Lennox. Yeah, that was no, no, no. That beating was a serious beating, you know. Come on, right? That was a serious beating. Hugo Kai punched him so hard he lost the weight and got down to cruise away. <laughs> Come on, do the things, right? I just, I just want you to know that that he got a very torrid beating, right? A systematic beating, and like mm. I remember when I, I remember like. Um, First time I got invited to speak on, on ringside before I started working there. But first time I got invited to speak on ringside for Sky. And yes. like how certain times we don't, we got to take time with guys. Is sometimes the losses don't define you. And I yes, use sir. the fact that Glenn McCurry got beat by Hiroi Curry. Yeah. And, and that in the beating that he got, he brushed himself, he came back and became a world champion. But yes. Glenn McCurry took it as like I was trying to disrespect him. Mm. Like, oh, why? Afterwards, when we finished, we were off set, he said, oh, 
oh, why do you have to mention that? And rare, 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 rare. But I said, I'm, I mentioned it because it didn't happen. Yes. And this, like, this is how stupid you are because you're not seeing a compliment in what I'm saying. Yes, yes. Two kids, man. Right. Listen, you know me already. Turn on business. <laughs> Come on. Right. It's a fact. Right. Facts. And, look, and, the next thing, and the next thing I'm saying is like, this is why we have to big up our guys that we affiliate with, that we used to see. Remember? Yeah, and that's the inspiration. That's the inspiration. Because yes. I remember when he first saw me spar, he saw me spar with Cruiserweight Kevin Mitchell. I got a shout out Cruiserweight Kevin Mitchell. He saw me spar with Cruiserweight Kevin Mitchell down at um, the Henry Cooper. And he was saying, any help, any help you need, I'll give it to you. You have skill. Take the mm. number. And then from right, and then from then, and this is this is this is like ninety four, right? But to me, I was just still gassed because I understand like these men are great warriors, and if there's a round today with the right guidance, then because the school level that was expressed by people like Hugh Roy Curry, their man was like old school. They were all clever guys. They were able to slip on the inside. Even in his fight where he loses to Gary Mason. Yes. Talking expense. Was that 89 or 88? Um, I just had it there. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Give me a sec. I've gone back now. Go on, carry on talking. Right. Even in the fight against Gary Mason. Gary Mason was 89. Sorry. 89, right. So, that, right. 89, there. one more fight after that, he retires, right? So, yeah. even against Gary Mason. And at this time now, Trevor was, was old, you know? Mm. Yeah, I mean, he was old, he was demoralized, he's beaten down. Trevor was making Gary Mason, God rest his soul, as well, never great warrior that passed away a few years back, right? He made he made Gary Mason, who was at the time uh, the number two ranked heavyweight in the world by the WBC. Yes. He made Gary Mason look like a Mason. Come on, two gets right. He made more lethargic. I'm yes. You, just go and watch. Just go and watch these. And these are the fights I've even watched recently. I, you know what I mean these are the fights that I can I recall from back in the day. So mm. when we're looking on when we're looking on these men, like it's sad how the sport can love you, especially if you're a heavyweight. I remember at the time when he was with um, Barrett and those guys, and he left those guys that he was managed um, by Morris Hope. Morris Hope the the WBC champion, WBC light middleweight champion of the world. Yes, and he was managing him for for a little piece. Took him out to America where they got great sparring and they built up a great rapport. <laughs> but unfortunately, they weren't ready for somebody like a Morris Holt, a, a British man of color, to be managing a fighter. And it's okay when you're fighting, you know the rules, but when mm. you to go off and try to do something else now. Yeah. You'll do something to see these blocks that come up. Well, you, you know who you're talking to, so... All right, right, right. But, <laughs> but you have to understand, um, when you know this thing, right, when you know this thing, they can't stop you. You know what I mean? When you know the thing, they can't if you stop put, you. Oh, no, let me just say, if you put God first, you, you can, can never, come never ever come second. Second. And that's how we're moving it. Dream it, believe it, become it. Come on, And unity strength. Yes. Right? Yes. So I'm saying, like, Trevor Hewitt Curry, it, it, he will be missed daily 
He was a very, very good fighter. Um, and unfortunately, we, these guys came way too early for the time. But, but having said that, they gave us the foundation on which we can build them. Well, this is the next thing. What, sorry, what's, um, what's, what's um, Reese say? What's he say? Spencer, your knowledge on Trevor's legacy is beautiful. Thank you for sharing this with everyone. Well, it means a lot, man. I know, like, um, Trevor's your people. I believe he's your family and that. So, yeah, thank no, thank you for, 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 your, for, your, for your comment. But all I'm doing is I'm talking the truth, right? And the thing about it is this is it's so important. It's imperative, yeah, that people only die when we, when we forget them. That's that's it. That's right. it. But not not us. No, not, us. Right. not us. Because uh, we're changing that paradigm, and that's why. As soon as you told me, I said no. We're going live. Thirty exactly. minutes, one hour. It doesn't matter. We we gotta respect these, you know, these greats that have come before. And although many may not have looked at them as great at the time, you can see that these these men led the way for us and as you say spence they were they were before their time and um right now what we're doing we're standing on these men's shoulders there you go there right? you go so, so why wouldn't we like, why, why like, we like like jamaica mother do them the man they're found dear shan you know right <laughs> yeah, yeah. them the man was foundation to break it down to my english brothers and sisters yes they were the foundation of which we stood on their shoulders to be elevated to where we're going to, right? Yes. Because when we look, when we look on this guy, not just for his fighting, but for his compassion as a human being, I don't know nobody, and it's easy, but you see like in the hood, he, in boxing, he was one of the real first hood stars because... Bro, sorry to cut you there. Because uh, even when I was growing up, Man was chatting about Trevor because okay. I'm from South, you're right. from you're South. Road man, sir. You come from Kenton, Broccoli, Peckham, Dulwich, Brixton, Lewisham. It's the same. All so, right. So, so when I was coming up, I was hearing about Trevor. Okay, because he's the broke up enough man on the road, you know. <laughs> Covered. I mean, <laughs> Trevor used to punch up man on the road regular. <laughs> so, so, and also next week, what man don't realize, Trevor was in the movie Babylon. Which was, which was made in 1980. You must know that film, right? Come on, the film is an iconic movie. And you know how iconic it is? Because it's now on Netflix. And mm. um, my my movie producer friend, Robin Block, who's doing fantastically well right now, he goes, oh, I, you know what I mean? I've just seen the film. Like, I think you'll love it. Like, What's it? Oh, I just watched it the other day. It's like, it's, it's an iconic British black film back in the 80s, like Babylon. Have you heard of it? I said, you're an idiot. I said, to us... To us, man, that that's foundation. Remember that's that Coronation Street. Exactly, Trevor. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, Trevor was was the bodyguard for the for the salmon who, who had the records there. So yes. Trevor was up there in like it's a spinning record, and Trevor's are still up there with his big yeah. self. See, oh, there was a scene where there was in a boxing gym in it. Now there's a scene there's that scene as well, but no, the scene when they were in a they were in a they went to the record studio to buy a dub plate. Yes. Fat Larry was this mix, this light skinned mixed race man who, yes. who was a boss man. He was sitting down with his big belcher. Remember when man had yeah, belcher? Yeah, 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 and like Trevor Curry was in the background in his, uh, what did Trevor on? I, I can tell you. Trevor, Trevor on a suit, but he has a waistcoat and trousers. And he just stood like this. 
as the bodyguard with his mm. big stuff. He said, yeah, run the rhythm. And then my man just played the track. So even that, the fact that, Ron, my man, I'm going to find that clip and put it up on, on uh, I'm going to find that clip and put it up on Instagram now. Yes. Because, like, Trevor, Trevor was a guy. And I remember years later, after he retired, he was running all the doors. Like, he was the head captain man of all the doors in the West End. So yes. anytime I turned to any of the clubs, you know, it was just a walking thing, bro. No, hey, yeah, come through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we just have to bring this short water through, you know. And we just yeah. walk through. So it's like, oh, sorry, someone just popped. Who's that? His name was Frankie in Babylon. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Reese well said Babylon and Oxide and Neutrino bound for the reload. <laughs> come on. Just Sassy says. Rest in peace, Trevor. Um, I think that's Rihanna Gordon Scott says, rest in peace, Uncle Trevor. Condolences to the family. A legend that will truly be missed and never forgotten from Lincoln and the family. Spence, this is making me, this is making me well up because this is what we need to be doing. And, and, and what, did, what did me and you say when we started this thing? We are gonna make the change. We've got to be respecting the heroes. Come on, they man. can't be just they can't be just dying after giving themselves and, and not being remembered because others do it. So that's on a you know um on a on a on a nationalist oh no no not national that's on a on a on a family um way but in terms of the boxing fraternity as a whole this should be this was this should be something that's commonplace you know fighters especially ones that you know and ones that you don't know, when they go, when something to happens to them, those in boxing, we can't be sitting now waiting for TV channels to remember them. Everyone's got YouTube now. Everyone's got platforms, social platforms. Let's, let's respect and honour these people. One million percent. And, like, I remember Trevor, when I, when I, started, when I started, like, City Boxer Pro, when, from the City Boxer Gym, so, like, on one thing I've got to say, I've got big up Mark Burford and those man's from, from the... Yeah, big up the White Collar shows, right? So they had a big dinner, some big dinner show. And, like, they were saying they had some guy... Who was the guy? His name was Stuart. Oh, I forgot Stuart's surname. But a really wealthy trader from the city. And they come and they say, there was, like, um, Spence, um, we, need, we need a celebrity to move around with... with we need a celebrity to move around with, with Stuart. So I was there like, all right, I'll tell you what I'll do, yeah? I'm going to ring around and see what I could get. He said, yeah, if you get a heavyweight, uh, I said, rah, get Trevor Curry. He's former British champion. So those guys say, what? Can you get Trevor Curry? I used to watch you back in the day. They were, they were guests. <laughs> yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. So I followed Trevor, yeah? I followed Trevor. I said, yo, Trevor, um, do, do, there's, a, there's, a, there's a little white collar thing if you just move around with this guy who's gas, he used to be one of your fans back in the day. So Trevor was like, boy, spirit. Me and Noah, we're going to do that, you know. <laughs> 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 you know I'm to my English brothers and sisters. He said, I don't know if I can get involved in that. I said, no, nah, brother, come come do the thing, man. It's like, it's a little move around. Remember, like, at this time, this must be about 15 years ago, right? So Trevor's well long into retirement. You know what I mean? But, Trevor must have been retired about 15 years prior. So Trevor's like, but I said, nah, Trevor, hear what? Move around, move around with this, move around with this guy. Don't take liberties with him. Let's move around for like two rounds. Like, 
He said, boy, I'm in a new. I said, listen, man, it's next week and I just need someone to stand in, Trevor. It was like, boy, spirit, man, I know if I'm going to do that. I said, it's three grand. He said, give me the address. <laughs> <laughs> money changes everything. I'm telling money, you, money changes everything. It came down, it came uh, down, down. At the brewery, not a brewery um, down in. Oh, no. uh, was that was that Yeah, yeah, you was there. Was you, was that there. One there. you was at that one. I took you to that one. You was there because you helping glove up the white collar guys for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. and. And Trevor came and he just moved around with the guys. You know what I mean? He didn't hit them hard or nothing. He just moved around with the guy and, uh, and like the crowd just went crazy. And it's like, I'm going to have to contact Mark Burford to say, release that 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 video. You know what I mean? Even though I don't talk to them, man, they're down there. But for this air, I'm going to get my way and say, look, because it'd be nice for the family to see that. That's the reception that Trevor Curry got, um, the love that he received that day. And it was, it was like, it was like for him being retired for such a long time. So that must have been about uh, 2006 or seven. You know what I mean, at that time, he's been he been out of the game for for a hot minute. He'd been out, he'd retired for about eight years. Yes, for him just to get that adulation, it was yes. so nice to see. You know what I mean? And then even when he was in there, he was just taking it easy with the guy. But you could just see some little classy stuff. Yeah, um, subtle moves. Yeah, slick. Smooth. So you know what? I just thought it's fitting that we we were to speak about this man just to put this out. Tom was saying like we just keep it um, short and sweet. Yes. Uh, Before you finish, but let me just say a few things from people. You know, James Douglas, rest in peace. Um, Chamile Gordon says, rest in peace to my godfather. Um, There's so much. Thank you for sending. Thank you to all of you for sending condolences. Um, rest in peace from Winsome. Win says, rest, rest in peace, Trevor. You were Curry. Condolences to the Curry family. Chantel Simpson says, what an amazing man. Rest in peace. Um, uh, Israel, big respect for Trevor. Rest in peace. Alice, Alice Lewis, rest in peace, Trevor. Chantel. Rest in peace. But, uh, listen, Spence, it was a great man that we're honouring tonight. And, um, you know, I hope, you know, the family can have this as a little tribute from all of our team, which is Mr. Gary Blake, the man behind the cam, um, yourself, Spencer, and definitely me. So, yeah, rest in peace or rest in paradise, to the one, the only, Mr. Trevor Huray Curry. Thank you very much. Thank you for everyone who tuned in. Big up Derek Long as well. We just saw your, your thing come up about um, him saying, you know what I mean, Harry, long before Frank Bruno said it. But, you know what I mean, Frank Bruno could twist it in a way where maybe they could understand this a little bit better. I don't know. <laughs> what I am saying is this. Someone like Trevor Curry, and I was in shock when I heard that because I was like, I was I was on I was on a downer today because it was like right you know what it was only two weeks ago I saw Trevor's son in Blue Jays calf buying food mm. and he was a guy in the middle was reason I said yeah he said yeah oh, you know my dad didn't it I said who's your dad he said Trevor Curry I said what Trevor bad man you know I love Trevor <laughs> so 
Yeah, I mean, who's this? Um... Kamal, uh, Gordon, rest in peace to my godfather, him and my dad's best friends. Not going to be the same. Totally can't believe it. What a legacy you've left, my godfather, from your goddaughters, Kamal. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm saying again, you know what I mean? Who's that? AJ, what's that? AJ Boxing Fan says, respect to you, man, for shedding light. You know why? Because it's imperative. And what I'm trying to say is this. I'm going to say this again, and I'm saying this to the family of Trevor Hewitt Curry, that people only die when you forget. Right? Yes. When, yes. when, when you come out, this, this boxing is Wait, wait. Say that line again. Spencer, people only, only die when you forget them, right? So this is on this is on this on this on YouTube now. This is part of history. It doesn't matter if it gets one view or one million views, yes. right? It's a part of history. And whenever, because I've noticed that people go on and they Google his name, and especially on YouTube, and there's only losing fights of him, which is wrong because he had some great wins. But at the time, a lot of them weren't recorded, so. When you honour these men, you're honouring yourself at the same time because you're honouring yourself to separate yourself from the people that do not mention him. Come on. Period. Come on. So Come on. I'm telling like, um, for him to rest in paradise, for him to rest in peace, for him to rest in power, God bless Hugh Curry, God bless every single one of his family members and their friends. You know what I mean? And we got to say this, as Tundi always says, Wait. Dream it, believe it, become it. <laughs> May you rest in power, our brother, Trevor Huey Curry. Amen. Amen. Sports Social Podcast Network.